Good evening, everybody. Happy Sunday to everyone of us. And I hope you enjoyed ourselves in the presence of God today. Um, I welcome us all to this um, tonight's word feast. And I pray that the Holy Spirit in His mercy will speak to us in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, thank you for tonight. We bless you for your faithfulness and your loving kindness over our life. We thank you for the gift of life and we do not take it for granted. For this reason, we ask Lord, that you accept our thanks and adoration in the name of Jesus. O oh God and our Father, as we go into your waters hour, we ask Lord, that you speak to us yourself in the name of Jesus. As many of us we are who are having issues with forgiving, who are struggling with forgiving, we ask Lord tonight that you heal us in the name of Jesus. And our life will never remain the same in the name of Jesus. Daddy, we ask Lord Jesus in your, in your mercy that wherever we are tonight, we ask Lord that you speak to us yourself in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we believe you have heard us. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Once again, good evening to every one of us. And I trust God to help us and give us peace tonight. And give us grace to say the, the, those important things that he would have us say tonight in the name of Jesus. Like we all know, our topic this evening is forgiveness forgiveness and you know one way or the other each and every one of us have had issues with actually maybe forgiveness in one aspect of our life or the other and i i wouldn't know what the holy spirit actually wants to teach us concerning this topic tonight what is forgiveness before we go further we would like to read the opening text this evening and that is taken from the book of matthew 6 chapter 14 to 15 matthew chapter 6 and verse 14 to 15 and it says for if ye forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you if you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you the verse 15 says but if ye forgive men their trespass if you forgive not men sorry if you forgive not men their trespasses neither will your father forgive your trespasses in simple words if you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will forgive you but if you fail to forgive men of their trespasses then god will also not forgive you that is just the summary of that matthews matthew chapter um 6 and verse 14 to 15. okay what is forgiveness what does that word forgiveness mean it means a conscious or deliberate decision a conscious notice I said a conscious or deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has armed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not 
Forgiveness is a conscious or deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not. And that's actually what God did for us. He said, while we were yet sinners, Christ forgave us. While we were yet sinful, gone in our wicked ways, doing, you know, all kind of sinful things. All kind of things that, you know, that are unheard of. Christ forgave us. He pardoned us. He showed us mercy. And the same hand of fellowship, Christ wants us to also extend to our brethren. I know someone is going to tell me, Ronke, this is not easy as you are just saying it. This is not, it's, it's not as simple as you are saying. Yes, very, very simple, very, very, very true. I've been there and I know what it is. To actually battle with the issue of forgiveness, most especially when the people that even do it to you would would not acknowledge it. So, by I trust God that after this teaching, God will give us the grace to release everyone that has offended us in Jesus' name. So, forgiveness does not mean, you know, forgetting. It actually means condoning or excusing the offenses. It does not mean you forget because you know most of the time people used to say when you, when you forgive you forgive and for, forget but it, you can so we cannot forget because we don't have issues with our brain we don't have memory loss God in, did not create us that way but we can be healed of such offenses so much that when we even talk about them. We don't feel any pain. We don't feel every, any hurt because God has actually helped us to be healed. So it does a whole lot of good to us to actually forgive people that offend us because unforgiveness is marked by a mix of bitterness, hostility, anger, fear, holding grudge, or aiming for revenge that can sap us of energy peace and even happiness in short when you look at the benefit of forgiveness as against unforgiveness i think we would rather actually choose forgiveness because god will never tell us to do what is not convenient for us god will never tell us to do what we ought us if god has ever told us to do something in his word then it is because it's for our benefit because he's not a wicked god so if god is actually saying that we should forgive if god is actually saying that we should release people that have offended us then it's for our benefit because if you fail to do number one it's even i'm already even talking about you know <laughs> the dangers of unforgiveness it sucks it's it it drains us of life it drains us of 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 strength which is actually not good for us even it's it's it denies us the opportunity to even go before god the father and so many at times you don't want to go before his presence but we can actually run to his presence when we are battling with unforgiveness rather than running away from his presence because of unforgiveness we can actually go to his presence and tell him the way we feel and then get healed i pray god will help us tonight in the name of jesus when you forgive people you sleep better you you know you use less of medicine you have more energy you know 
you, you, you improve your cardiovascular health and you have a kind of better life satisfaction. You are happy. You are peaceful. You know, you enjoy everyone and everything around you. And sincerely, that's the best way to enjoy life. That is the best way we can actually enjoy life and have peace with ourselves and God and even those around us. Now, let's quickly talk about three levels of forgiveness. We have three levels of forgiveness. The first one is exoneration exoneration and you could also call it unintentional hurts or offenses unintentional hurts or offenses and that you can see in mark 11 verse 25 to 26 where jesus told us that if we actually go before the altar and we when we stand before the altar and remember that we have not actually forgiven any of our brethren that we should ensure we forgive them even before we present anything to 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 God. If not, our offering before Him will, will not actually be accepted. So, what does what does exoneration simply means? Exoneration simply means to completely wipe up the slate of offense, to completely wipe up the slate of offense and restore a relationship to its previous state. Or perhaps you may not even have a relationship with that person, but then you completely forgive them. It it basically means to forgive and forget. This means you act like you act like not like forget, but you act like it never happened. You act like it never happened. You act like oh, it could actually be you too. That's exoneration, completely wiping off the the slate of offense against that person, and there. Are, three instances of you know exoneration one the when the awful person was when the awful situation actually was a complete accident for which nobody can be blamed when that situation you know that demands an um, exoneration is actually a situation of nobody is at fault take for instance you are going on the way maybe it was actually a corner and there was somebody in, just in front of his own house washing clothes do you understand? And the person doesn't know that you are coming from the other end because he or she cannot see you. Neither can you see him. And then the person mistakenly pour water just at that point when you were also coming. And the water splashed on your body. You know, for some people, they would have insulted. The person might even be your neighbor. The person can even, might not even be your neighbor. You know, for some people, they would have actually, they, they can keep that in their heart, like, oh, this person poured water on my body and then can turn into an issue. But at that point, you should exonerate that person. You should completely, you know, clean the slate of that person, that offense off your mind, because that person actually did not know. That you were coming if he or she actually knew that you were coming he would he or she would not have done that to you so in awful situation when that, that there's actually a complete accident you should forgive such person another situation of exoneration is when the person in question is actually a child is actually a child i'm not saying that we should you know we, we should excuse children of being unwanted or of being trained because they are children but i'm saying that you know sometimes children because of lack of understanding or enough understanding or implication of what they are doing they might actually do something take for instance you park your car 
in front of the house and a child goes there to write a b c d on it <laughs> so you understand the child goes there i've heard of such cases the child goes there to write a b c perhaps with a pencil or with a, maybe a silver car or a white car you know how that can be very 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 you know annoying to our daddies so to say or even anybody at all not only daddies and then the child goes there and write a b c d sometimes maybe it's even to, to make it worse the person can even use a, a a compass to write it on it giving a kind of mark that cannot even be cleaned do you understand so that can actually be very fun but in such a case you should know that that child does not know you might just think your car is one of his his uh, chalkboard <laughs> or his white marker board <laughs> another white marker but at such point you should actually exonerate such a person when you discover that um, this person does not have enough understanding that is why he actually did that and that was what god does for money so many of us so we should exonerate such a person also the person who hurts you in a case where the person who hurts you has completely asked for forgiveness and you can see the remorse the person is truly sorry the person has apologized you should actually forgive that person so these are cases or situation of exoneration where you should actually let go of, of, of such offenses looking at the circumstances surrounding it Notice not i'm still talking about exoneration now i'm going to the second level of forgiveness which is forbearance forbearance and this is the one that <laughs> you know a lot of us sometimes don't actually want to let go our human nature don't want to let go our human nature don't you know, don't even want to have anything to do with such people again. Now, this second level of, of, of forgiveness is when somebody actually offended you. And rather for, for them to come out, rather, for, uh, rather than for them to actually come out plainly or uh, apologize with, you know, apologize to you in a, in a situation where you actually know that uh, they are truly sorry. But they instead of that they actually offered a partial apology or lessen the apology you know in a way that they, they are trying to make you see that you also have a part to play in them offending you do you understand they suggest to you that you are also partially at fault so therefore you cannot receive a full apology do you understand and a lot of the times this happened between you know parent and their children most of the time it could happen between some other people too it could, it could happen between some other people but most times i'm just citing the example of parent and their children sure you understand so they make you feel that you are also responsible for you know their wrongdoing to you so for that reason they lessen their apology for forbearance actually means that you should not stop dwelling you should stop dwelling on the offense release any grudges you owed and banish all form banish all form of revenge fantasies against such people so you need to really you need to forget what they have actually done to you and forget about saying that you want to revenge or revenge them of what they have actually done done to you so in forbearance you might not 
completely clean the state the slates take for instance a situation of forbearance could be that you t- you told something you told somebody something that is very very confidential to you you told a friend and the next thing is that you had it from somebody else and that that information was actually very confidential to you and you know the reason why it's actually confidential to you and you are getting it from somebody else and then you confronted this person <laughs> why did you tell this person what i told you it has actually happened to me before why did you tell this person why i told what i told you i told you not to tell him you don't release such information just to people in here i told you just because of how close you are or how important we you are in this issue and then you went to tell somebody else you know such a thing can be very very painful but the truth is that at that point is that what does god expect us to do that we can see in the book of luke 17 verse 3 to 4 the bible says if you if you have ought against your brother what do you do you call your brother and tell him that this thing that he has done is not good Tell him that this thing that you have done, pour out your mind to him and tell him that this thing that he has done is not good. And when he apologizes to you, the Bible said that we should forbear one another and forgive one another. That's what the scripture says in the book of Colossians 3, verse 13. So, forbearance means to, it might not totally mean to clean off the state slates just like we have in the case of exoneration where you know maybe it's a complete accident or something but this one is not an accident it's intentional and instead of the person to actually apologize say, oh i'm sorry for the i i would i didn't know that you wouldn't like it the person is like eh, uh, eh, i actually did it now because that person is our friend too eh, or because it's a family member too that's why i told him despite the fact that you actually tell them you, you actually told them that you don't like it in such a situation you might not completely wipe off the slates i'm not saying you don't forgive them you forgive them but the truth is that you don't forget because when next you are talking to them you need to be wise about releasing some certain information that so it is a case of trust but then you need to verify is a case of trust but then you need to verify you need to be very very smart about the info careful about the information you are releasing to such people concerning your life especially when you notice that you know there are people that talk 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 and then they they can say anything just anybody so with forbearance you forgive people who are important to you but you may not be you may not they are important to you but they may not be fully trustworthy at least for that period of time but once you notice that they have changed you can now you know release some certain inf- information to them but then you need to ensure that they are they have taken caution you need to ensure that they have actually changed before you you can trust them with some certain information or some certain um um exercise or some certain issues all right i pray god will help us in jesus name so the last level of forgiveness is release release and this i can tell you from experience it's very very difficult very very difficult very very annoying and (laughs) 
is i'm sure that we we'll have encountered it one one of wait at least maybe once during the period of our life once during the period of our life we might, we, we might have encountered it now release is a situation where the person who has hurt you never acknowledge any wrong the person refuses to acknowledge any wrongdoing or the person even refuses to offer any apology or insincere or incomplete apology and this could happen in the case of maybe sexual harassment you know being cheated by your business partners it could happen in the case of a betrayal of a friend of the betrayal by a family member a family member and honestly in this situation God does not even excuse us for not forgiving them because they didn't apologize or maybe they offer an insincere apology or an incomplete apology what the scripture asks is that forgive them forgive them is a commandment it simply means really simply means to forgive people whether they apologize or not irrespective of whatever they have done to you or however they made you feel so you need to forgive them and stop de- 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 demanding defining your life by t- by the hurt they have done to you it also allows you to let go of the burden they have placed on you or placed upon your psyche like I said, the case of sexual abuse can be very, very funny. So many at times, a lot of people have been raped. And you know, sometimes they don't even know the person that raped them. Sometimes they know. And those people, maybe they don't even get to have the opportunity to apologize to the person. Maybe they were convicted. Or some people, you don't even know them at all. In And right there in your heart, or right there where you are, you know, you have also refused to forgive yourself and for, forgive those people. Such a person cannot actually move forward. Such a person cannot actually move forward. And so what God demands of us at that particular point in, in time is that let them go. Let them go out of the out, out of your heart. Let that heart heal. Yes, I won't deny the fact that it might actually take time. Yes, there are some hearts that people, you know, people do to you that it actually takes time. Give it time. But don't run away from God. Don't allow it to hinder you from talking to God. If it takes you, continue pouring out your heart to God time and time after time, over and over again. Please do it, brethren. God understands. The scripture says we do not have an high priest who doesn't understand the feelings of our infirmity. It does. So keep speaking to him over and over. That time that we even see such people that you know we don't feel like talking to them we don't feel like greeting them we don't feel like having anything to them we just want to break up the relationship with them totally but then we must have done the necessary thing we need to get healed we need to get healed we need to stop putting people in the prison of our hearts and you're allowing them to walk free you know gallivanting around yet you have locked them up in the prison of of your hearts and you think they are in danger they are not in danger rather you are the one in the greatest bondage of life that might deny you of eternity so release them i don't know that person that have offended you 
it can even be right from your childhood. A lot of people have the case of child abuse right from childhood. A lot of people have, you know, the case of business partners that have offended them. People that have copied their work without permission. For those of us that, you know, you have written projects and someone just went to lift up your work for no reason. That could, and you've actually confronted the person. Or sometimes you even ask the person, and the person cannot, is not offering any reasonable apology. Let them go. Release them. Release them. Release them off your heart. Not for them. You're not doing it for them. But for yourself. For your own healing. And for your own stand before God. I pray God will help us in Jesus name. So forgiveness means releasing the other person from releasing the releasing the, the offender. The one who has offended you. And leaving the events in the hand of God. Just release them. That's why we say release them. Just leave that thing in the hands of God. Commit it into the hands of God. So that you can enjoy peace and long long life. Longevity. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Now, why should you forgive? Why should I forgive? If it was not necessary, God actually knew that we were encountering a situation of unforgiveness. You know, days where we will not even feel like talking to people. Days where we will not feel like greeting people. Days, times where we will not even, you know, feel like having anything to do with some certain folks. And that is why before time, he wrote in the scripture that we should forgive so why should you forgive number one because you are a child of god and god your father commanded it that is why you should forgive because you are a child of god except you are not a child of god you can choose to disobey his word because you are a child of god and god your father commanded it so you should forgive because it is god's command Colossians 3 verse 16 says that forbearing one another and forgiving one another. We should forgive because God our Father commands it. Another reason is you should forgive is because when you forgive others, you also will receive forgiveness. Matthew chapter 6 verse 14 and 15. The Lord's Prayer. Bible says that we should forgive others so that we can be forgiven. Because if we do not forgive men that are trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also not forgive you. And we, we know, we know that many at times we cross our boundaries. We offend God. And a lot of the time, God looked beyond our error. The moment we even call upon Him. Sometimes, if God were to hold a lot of the things we do against us I'm sure we'll not be living by now so we should learn to forgive we should learn to forgive so that when us when we also go before God and ask for forgiveness we can receive forgiveness from him so let's learn to forgive so that we can also receive forgiveness for, for our sins too Number three, when you forgive others, you enjoy peace. When you forgive others, you enjoy peace. Because it's like 
when you refuse to forgive the word of god says the hunger of man does not produce the righteousness that god desire because for unforgiveness and failure to forgive is characterized by anger is characterized by hatred it's characterized by hatred it's characterized you know by revenge fantasy you begin to you know think of a lot of things in your heart that you can do you know to revenge you begin to think a lot of things of a lot of things in your heart you can do to repay that person for the wrong they have done to you and this does not please god and at the same time it's going to affect your own health it's going to affect your peace of mind and once you don't have peace of mind you can't go before god and even if you force yourself to do it then your prayers cannot be answered praise god so why should you forgive you must forgive so as to enjoy peace of mind another reason why you should forgive is that the one who offend you today could be of help to to you tomorrow that is life and that's one thing that i've actually learned in life the one that person you have actually disregarded that person you have actually given up on that person that you have actually ha i beg this one does not have does not actually what's it that person could actually be of a great help to you tomorrow so brethren when why sh- why should we forgive we need to forgive because the that person can be of help to you tomorrow and if you have done something bad to that person or you have disregarded that person or you have given the kind the person a kind of attitude or you have even revenge the bible says vengeance is of the lord why not leave vengeance to god why not leave that person to god whether they say sorry or not whether their sorry is partial whether their sorry is sincere or incomplete or whether it's even actually a mistake why not just leave them over to god let him take care of the issue let him take care of the issue for you praise god now let's quickly talk about how to deal with offenses or hurts according to the scriptures how did god command us to deal with offenses or hurts number one i will say that the first step you should take as a child of god when you are battling with you know offenses hurts or unforgiveness you are having difficulty forgiving people around you knowing that this can hamper your 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 answers to prayer it can hinder the answers to your prayer you need to first of all don't run away from god like i've mentioned earlier you know at times we are tempted when we are having it we are tempted not to at that time we cannot even pray but that's when you should even pray the more that's the, the first thing you should do is to pour out your heart to god about that case about that person tell god how much that person has hurt you Tell God how much that person has hurt you. The truth is that even this issue of forgiveness, we also you don't we we also have records with people. You don't even know the people that you have hurt because we cannot actually control the people we offend. That is the truth. You don't even sometimes we don't even sometimes we might know, but sometimes we don't even know the things that we do to hurt people. So you also you are in the black book of another person. So we need to be very, very, very careful when you know concerning this issue 
of forgiveness so when we have that um you know when we have that feeling of unforgiveness within us when we are really so odd or we think people have actually offended or they have crossed their bounds in our hearts and we just want to close up our heart against them you need to understand that this is not the will of god yes it's not the will of god for you it's not even the will of god for that person most especially when they are not even acknowledging the wrong that they have done so the first thing is for you to pour out your heart to god the next thing is to talk to the offender about it whether they apologize or not and sincerely this can actually be hard for a lot of people and i use myself as a case study yes i probably because i actually don't like especially for people that i actually know that they can create a scene i don't like you know starting up a conversation with them concerning that issue and the next thing i would just say is that mm, let me keep quiet and leave it let me just allow god to heal me but the truth is that so many times i discover that i see hold those people in my heart i see hold those thoughts in my heart i prefer i i i i, I discover that i'm better when i actually release these people when i actually talk to them about what they have done even whether they have apologized or not i feel better within me so after you have put out your heart to god the next thing you should do is talk to the offender about it whether they apologize or not talk to them about what they have done and when you go to talk to them don't put up a defensive act just try to tell them this is the way you made me feel this is what you did i don't like not like you are going there to fight them like you are, you are making them see what they have done wrong to you and why you think you demand an apology for them from them so talk to their friend offender about and god is also taking record as they are doing that because that is you know the lay down principle according to the word of god say when you fall a your brother sin against you go to your brother and talk to him about it talk to him about it and when you talk to him or her about it make them see what they have done wrong to you we can read that in the book of matthew chapter 18 from verse 15 downward and you see what god says concerning that say talk to the offender about it also another step you need to take in dealing with offenses or odds is that you report them to people you think can listen to them sorry people you think they can listen to perhaps like their superior their friends you know their parents or anybody you actually feel that is close to them that they that that they talk to and can talk to them and these are your witnesses just like the bible says in the book of matthew so these are your witnesses you must be and when you are doing this you must be intentional not with the aim of you know speaking evil about them because the bible condemns evil speaking not that you you are reporting them to people just for for you to spoil them before people evil speaking no but you are intentional because that is what the bible says that is what the bible desires that we do so you report them to about two or three people they are your witnesses 
that you have actually made them know that this is what that person and that is after you must have talked to the person about it if you have not talked to the person about it i mean your offender then you don't have a right to actually tell it to another person talk to the offender or even if you talk to somebody about it you must talk to the offender that's 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 the step you need to take to actually deal with offenses or hurt also you need to bring the matter before the church if that's your church member if the person is your church member anyway if it's a brother in the church bring the matter before the church maybe members of the department of that person it could also be the leaders of the church maybe your pastor it could also be some brethren in the church who actually can call who, who actually can call this person to order and if after doing this the person still have, still did not repent of their evil acts the person still did not apologize about what they have done then the bible says that you should treat such a person as a publican or an atheist treat such a person as a publican or an atheist who are atheists atheists are home believers so the bible specifically and categorically says that you should treat such if after you must have taken all of this step and still the person refuses to repent of their evil acts then you need to treat the person as an atheist or a publican an atheist and unbelievers and what does the scripture recommend that we do to them we pray for them yes but then there's written never that you have done your own part Yes, and you you have act, you have actually made sure that you don't have odds against him or her. So just pray for the person. What does how do we treat tax collectors in our days <laughs> or in Jesus' days? People avoid them. So such a person, you begin to avoid them so that they don't make you sin because just the way they have they've adding their heart against you they have adding their heart against god so the best thing you can do to such people so that they don't even make you sin too you don't make friends with such a person what you can do is to avoid them but while you're avoiding them pray for them and when you it doesn't mean that when you now see maybe that 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 there are things going wrong you don't help them or where you have opportunity to actually be of help to that person you will told help no the bible recommends that in such cases you avoid them and pray for them i pray god will help us in jesus name you know the scripture says in the book of matthew chapter 5 it says blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy if we must receive forgiveness from god and of which we have even received i believe i'm talking to children of god for us to actually for us to actually be at this stage of our lives because god has shown us so much mercy he accepted us he accepted us he made grace the grace of salvation available to us he wiped off our sin and he justified us through the death of his son on the cross of calvary so god expect that the same hands of fellowship we should extend to our brethren we should extend to people around us because blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy if you have not shown mercy then you don't have a right to ask for mercy i pray god will help us in jesus name 
I await our contributions as we drop it on the platform. Can, can we pray? Our Father will bless your name. Thank you for this opportunity to share your word again. Daddy, we ask Lord Jesus that you speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. And you give us the grace to deal with the issues of unforgiveness in our lives, in our families, in our place of work, in our respective locations in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we believe you have heard us. We believe you will help us. You believe we believe that everything that unforgiveness have denied us of, as we begin to release people, as we begin to forbear, as we begin to exonerate, we ask Lord Jesus that those things will come back to us in the in double folds in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we believe you have done it. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.